Warning. What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Good evening. Oh, hello. How have you been since we last spoke? Fine, I think. Doing all right? Yeah. Not a lot's I didn't happened see you sitting now. over there before we started this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's totally been a while. Yeah. You had a good week? Great. Yeah, it was awesome, huh? Yeah, it was all pretty the, cool. All the cool stuff you did. I did a lot of cool stuff, too. Yeah, I uh, went camping. It was fun. That's awesome. I didn't yet, but in the I, timeline. Oh, I no, it's gone. time travel. Yeah, we're yeah. in the future now. Yep. Yeah. We're in the future, recording this in the past. Hmm. And then whoever's listening to this is listening to this in the present. Interesting. Weird. Time's a weird thing. Time is a weird thing. So where, where are you going with this? Isn't it dead? I don't know. <laughs> nothing, nothing has nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's just um, you know, getting us into the episode. Yep. Segway. If anyone has, yeah, I mean, there's been. <laughs> so I'm going to segue from now on. I'm just going to yell it. <laughs> Segway. Segway. It's like, all right, so this goes within this graveyard. Segway, the hot air balloon. What are you talking? Yeah. Segway, man. Yeah, Segway. Segway. Well, we're in Feared as a podcast where I tell a story and then next episode or the episode before, Zach tells me a story. Yep. And that pattern will continue tonight because I'm telling you a story. But actually, I lied because I'm not. We're oh, <laughs> what? I'm telling you, I'm um, asking you a question like any episode. We're discussing kind of a thing. Okay, sure. Maybe a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I mean. You're controlling the narrative. Let's just change. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, right. I, I just, yeah, exactly. We're just kind of going with the flow here. Mm-hmm. And I got a question to ask you because it kind of tells you where we're going. Because as far as I know, I'm a human. And I'm pretty sure you're a human. Uh, well, at least you're sure. I, I mean, I'm pretty, I said pretty sure. It's like 99. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm a human, too. I would think so. I don't know how to check, but... But, like, I could get even more philosophical and be like, what is a human? Well, not, because that's a deeper question than I have time to answer right now. It's true. But, you know, humans were things before evolution exists, is my point. Yes. And we're constantly evolving. And who knows where evolution will take humanity into the future. Right. Which kind of leads me to my question, Zach. If you were born with any superpower, X-Men style, so like you don't get bit by a spider and get powers. Like yeah. it's a, you're just, just a, I'm a mutant. Yes, yeah, so you are in fact a mutant. Hmm. What, what would it be? I know it's a question that always get, people always ask. Like, well, if you had a power, what would it be? But like, you know, it's just going to ask you what... If you, if you could honestly have one, what would be most functional? What would be the coolest? Just if you were born with a superpower, what might it be if you could choose? Well, I mean, now from our segue, I have time control, or, like, jumps out at me. Yeah. You know, but flying would be pretty convenient. Flying seems good, or, right? Or teleporting would be better because I'm not great with heights. So let's go with teleporting. Teleporting is a good one. Yeah. Gets you to where you need to be. You travel, never need to buy a plane ticket again. Right. Never need to pay for gas ever again and then i'm 
gone. You're there. Boom. Yeah. And as long as you have a way to navigate space and time and distance, because that was always Nightcrawler's problem. He was always afraid of teleporting mm. to walls. I did like Nightcrawler. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I just have that innate ability to know. I'm going to go here. Right. Internal GPS. See ya. Right. That'd be nice. Mine would probably be boring. I probably, I honestly, if I could choose, I probably would choose just like a healing factor. Because then like, like, you know, if I get my art, like not adamantium bones, because that gets grafted onto you. You don't, that's not really a power. It's just because your healing ability lets you, allows you to maintain an adamantium skeleton. Mm-hmm. Like if my arm gets blown off and it can just grow back, that'd be nice. I mean, do you want to be throwing yourself into situations where that is occurring frequently? If it, if it could happen, I would, yeah. yes. Oh, okay. I'd be like, what's up, man? I'd be like, oh, there's somebody's good. Oh, like, like, you want to play with all my fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, yeah. If somebody's going to like shoot somebody, I can just jump in front of them, and like as long as like I don't get my hit my brain or something, like I'll be all right. Okay. So then I can be the guy who's like you know the the nurse checks in like oh, I don't know if he's gonna make it, then within like five minutes I'm like better I get up and walk away and she's like where'd he go? Yeah. He and left. He's, he's just gone. Yeah. yeah. He signed himself out. He was shot in the chest like eight times. Uh, he left, so I don't know. What the, good job, nurse. You did a good job. You did a really good job. <laughs> yeah, you're a great nurse. <laughs> this guy shot eight like, times. You should give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. And then she's like, can I get a raise? Oh, that's not in the budget. Like, oh, well. <laughs> but yeah, evolution, mutation. Everybody knows how evolution works. I mean, well, I'd hope all of our listeners do. I don't know how much we cater to flat earth or creationists, but. Probably not. I don't think so. I mean, but if you're a flat they, earth, they might be new in this episode. Might. Well, if you're a flat earth creationist and think man lived amongst dinosaurs, email me at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com and tell me how cool that is. Yeah. Because it sounds really great. It does sound cool. Because you see, Noah put the dinosaurs on the ark yep. and they, they died later. Right. And that's why we know dragons existed. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying forward. Um, yeah, so evolution, you know, uh, I have a definition down here, but I mean, evolution, you know, you, over time mutations, you know, come up and then different generations, different mutations are picked. They carry on through the lineage of, you know, mankind. Um, again, the more beneficial a gene or new mutation is, it will be carried forward just cause that's. Happens slow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mutants. Mutants, yep. X-Men style. Born with abilities that make them different than their fellow man and woman. Okay. What if I told you they exist? Um, right now. Real life mutants exist. Well, I believe that. It just depends on what degree we're about to talk about. Correct. Now, these mutations, again, may not involve shooting lasers from your eyeballs mm-hmm. and again, metal claws that motivate you to call everybody Bub. Okay, Bub. Hey, Bub. <laughs> but they are mutations nonetheless. And, you know, these, they give, they give humans a slight edge over the rest of their species. These humans who have these different adaptations that are just, you know, 
again, I don't know if I had it in here. Did I? Maybe I talk about it later. If not, it's okay. But like, you know, mutations happen all the time, but they don't really make a difference. They're not noticeable. Right. It's just a thing. And you might notice it in like 500 years as one thing happened and made a huge difference. Like, again, how mundane and, and far-reaching could these mutations be for the future of, you know, the human race? It is hard to say. But at some point... One human developed a mutation that allowed him to gobble up cow's milk and not be poisoned and not get sick. Yeah, how did he learn about that? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, the guy's just like sucking on udders. He's like, I feel great. Yeah. And like, like it's like, not making me gassy at all. No, this is, like, <laughs> this is okay. Yeah, I, seems good. Was it like a contest with his friend? I don't know. I don't, I don't, how do you? How do you? Like honestly, like whenever you discover something that helps people, there we. It's a lot of weird people out there. Yeah, this guy's eating this plant. He's like, oh, I feel better. Yeah. Why'd you eat that plant? I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. We appreciate what you're up to. Yeah. I mean, because how else would you know? But I you don't just, know. It's such an insane question. I mean, rhetorical, but like I honestly don't. Again, and over millions of years, just things you learn. So slow. Like, I've established, like, time is dead. But, mm-hmm. like, things happen over time. It's crazy to me. Yeah. You know? So, again, yeah, the guy was, for some reason, that's what we got hung up on. How did he find, when did he find out he could drink milk? Well, he did. And thanks to this guy, we, we get to enjoy milkshakes because, like, 50% or however many people nowadays that gene was passed on, yeah. many people are able to ingest cow's milk yeah milkshakes big fan of cheese over here cheeseburgers Mm, and of course because that was a huge thing people enjoyed eating milkshakes cheeseburgers anything related to dairy you know the that led to because this one guy's gene was allowed us to eat these things you know it led to cows being tortured and factory farming and you know that the industrialization of the cows led to the rise in methane gases that are currently cooking our earth and encouraging the acceleration of the sixth mass extinction. Just because okay. a guy I mean, could drink I milk. really like cheese. Are you trying to ruin cheese for me? I mean, that's all I'm going to talk about it, so if that ruins cheese for you, that's fine. It won't. But I'm just saying I also love cheese. Yeah. Even when I was like, I'm going to try to cut out some dairy. You know what I wasn't cutting out? Cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Like, fuck that. Like, you know what? I'm done with all those milkshakes I was drinking. Yeah. I had one in the past five years, probably. Right. No more. Done. <laughs> yeah, cream. I don't want that. Like, it's just, maybe it's just too much. Oh, milk, like actual milk in my cereal. Maybe I just kind of cut back in the cereal. Oh, yeah. I, I think my only dairy intake is cheese. So. <laughs> I think so, too. I don't, I, dr- I don't drink milk anymore, really. I really don't. I don't either, and I drink black coffee and... <laughs> Correct. Sometimes, like, I will have, um, like, um, sometimes I want a bowl of cereal, but, like, milk would kind of mess with me in the morning, so I would, a little almond milk, because you're tasting the cereal. I'm tasting the Crispix. I haven't ate cereal in probably 15 years, so. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Crispix, that's why I mentioned it. I'm okay. just kidding. Just kidding, it was not. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> cheese, man. Cheese. Good. Cheese. Cheese is good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy's one gene. It's kind of a mixed bag, but hey. So, here are some people 
Real actual people that exist with um, different mutations. Okay. Sure. Um, you will see how different or how extraordinary they are, but we're going to get into some people living with mutations that are worth mentioning. All right, so here we go. And as this list goes on, I mean, if you want to try and make up superhero names for them, I'm going to based on their powers because we're just going to say human beings have powers. <laughs> okay, I like <laughs> that. There's something to do. All right, so this is a man's name who is hard to pronounce, but I'm going to say it. Uh, Eero Mantaranta. Now, Eero was an Olympic skiing champion who had a mutation in his erythropoietin receptor gene. Now, probably, um, probably doesn't tell you what that means, huh? Uh, it's in his eye. Okay, it is. N- I don't think it's in his eye. Cool. That was I a tried. good try, though. You really <laughs> did. <laughs> you, gave it your, you gave it your all. Uh, this allowed his blood to take in 50% more oxygen than your average mortal. Well, that sounds cool. And he's an Olympic skiing champion, right? You wouldn't think about that superpower, per se. No, but that sounds nifty. Yeah, because it just gives you, a, like, you're just... I mean, taking more oxygen. More, you're breathing better. You're getting it more. I can be a body. fat slob and run f- way right. further than I should be. But you able really to. could just be a little bit lazier and look better. Like you could yeah. look normal and be a little bit lazier. But I mean, he's an Olympic skiing champion. I wonder why? Because he had super endurance. You're not getting tired. No, that sounds cool. It's very cool. So I mean, I don't know what would you call that man if you if you could have a name, a superhero name. Uh. Silver Surfer. Oh my God, this is gonna be great. <laughs> Silver. Oh well, mine was Oxygen Man. <laughs> he breathes better. I yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the Silver Skier. <laughs> oh my God, why is he silver? His blood know. is made of iron. No, it's made of oxygen. Yeah, right. Which turns up oxygen. silver in the bloodstream. <laughs> oh. Instead of iron his blood, he is silver, and that's why he can absorb more oxygen. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> hey, you asked. I, I plan on doing it often, so we'll see how that goes. Good, great. <laughs> this is going to go well. <laughs> uh, all right, next guy. Uh-huh. Liam Hoekstra. Mm-hmm. In 2009, he was considered the world's strongest toddler. i got you yeah i just stopped drinking (laughs) his mutation is that his body blocks the protein myostatin is this Uh, a buff toddler i mean is your internet pulled up yeah all right look up liam hoekstra just look at pictures of and then you get you can look at him now he's like a 13 or 15 years old now and he's he's fucking he's he's pretty jacked Holy shit. He's what fine. F- <laughs> you like, yeah, this, do you think that guy's got superpowers? Yeah, yeah, I do. That's intense. Right? Let yeah. me just see real quick which. He, yeah, that's him now, I think. Yeah, oh yeah. So he's a teenager who looks like, I mean, Captain America. Yeah. I believe he. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it in here, but he's because he's a shorter kid, I believe, like because his dad wanted him to play, um, you know, base football or stuff like this is, again, talking when he's a toddler. So they, you know, but um, swimming because you don't have to be tall to swim. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. So anyways, his deficiency, this inhibits um, myostatin inhibits muscle growth. So it keeps your muscles under control. Okay. Um. 
but if your body is blocking the uh, myostatin, that means your muscles are growing unrestricted. Like they're just off to the races, basically. Like it, that's why certain animals look jacked as hell because they don't have that inhibiting. Yeah, the muscles just. That's why they're just inherently stronger. Um, which means, you know, without doing any extra work, he is already stronger than his peers. Um, at the time, he had 40% more muscle mass than other three-year-olds. Yeah. He looks insane. It's tough. It's scary looking. It's tough. It's pretty strong. Uh, a dude's got to eat, though, because these growing muscles are constantly hungry. Oh, yeah. Um, his condition is also called a hypertrophy. Hypertrophy? The point is, it's not atrophy. It's the he's not wasting away. He is yeah. whatever trophy is. He's hyper that. Yep. Um, and this is from a, a medium dot com article. Um, you know, Liam was found to have a deficiency in the protein myostatin. Myostatin again uh, inhibits the. It's a protein that in humans is encoded by the MSTN gene. Myostatin is a secreted growth uh, differentiation factor that is a member of the TGF beta protein family. All these things mean nothing to me at this point but the point is again the uh, inhibits muscle differentiation um that process is called myogenesis but it's produced primarily in skeletal muscle cells circulates in the blood and acts on muscle tissue by binding a cell bound receptor called the active type 2 receptor a deficiency of myostatin in some animals leads to double muscling and increased muscle mass so this could be could have double muscling going on I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound good. It means you're ripped, dude. Oh, okay. You're, well, that sounds good. You're looking great. Double muscling just sounds like you got problems underneath. A, problems there was a picture of, of a cow I saw that had double muscling, and this cow was like, this cow made me uncomfortable. I mean, I've seen videos of kangaroos that are scary lately where they look fucking jacked. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, this guy's horrifying. Yeah. All right, so allegedly these are some of the things that when Liam uh, that Liam has was able to do has been and is able to do um, at different points in his life. At the age of four months, he could lay on the floor, hold his head up, and hold his upper body up with his arms at four months. So that's that's. I don't a, know what that means because yeah, it, I don't have kids. And no, but just know that sounds he, he um, good. I guess four months. You're telling he, me about it. He shouldn't be able to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of nodding. Going, yep. Uh huh. At the age of five months, he was already walking, including upright. On the stairs. All right. I know that's not normal. That is something else, right? At the age of six months, he could walk up and down the stairs on his own. So he's walking at six months. Okay. That's pretty advanced. He's a pretty tough kid. At the age of one year, he could do chin-ups, which is unheard of. Yeah, that's insane. That's maybe not what you need to be doing. I don't think I can do that now. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> at the age of 18 months, he was always... Uh, and just let me read these, and I can talk about them. Okay. He was always moving the family furniture around in the living room. This looks better here. All right, son. The fucking Hulk. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, He was introduced to the world. This is why it gets kind of fun and maybe dicey, according to some people, through a TLC documentary. And one critical article I found said there was no video for many of his alleged feats. Like early on in his childhood, those things I read, like allegedly... Okay, sure. I mean, I saw the kid. I'm not worried about him moving furniture around. <laughs> like, <laughs> Correct. And certain displays were in the video, like in the um, in the production of you know the TV show. Like there'd be like he'd be doing something, and then there'd be like a cut, and it would be like the end of him doing something, which could have been edited for time. But it makes you think like, did he really do that or not? But the point is, you saw him. Yeah. And 
there's video. I mean, there's a TLC documentary. If anyone cared to find it somewhere, you know, rea- I call it a documentary. In actuality, it's a, just a reality TV. I mean, show. whatever. Just he's a scary looking kid. He's, he could beat me up. He would. He would hurt many people. Um, even still, like I said, Liam was shown to be doing things that a normal toddler would struggle with. So again, just like normal stuff, yeah. way advanced. One article compared him to a baby Hercules. And they said Hercules might have had the same condition. Now, to this I would say, well, I mean, maybe, but also Hercules' dad was a god. Yeah. <laughs> so. Zeus. Right. But Liam is adopted. Oh, shit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I don't know. I didn't dive into the condition of his uh, biological parents. Well, so Let's just leave it at that. I just. <laughs> Let that lay quietly. Yeah. I mean, he that's a jacked kid. Right? He's pretty buff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't lifting weights to get that big. That's just natural, like, right? Because, like, in nature, animals, like you said, like, they can look ripped. So, like, if a human, if it's just not being blocked, I would like to dive into the evolutionary biology of why humans had that. Probably because we were prioritizing, like, our brains as opposed to, like, Probably. that. yeah. Which, you know. Because they're big. Right. But I want to be like, come on, evolution. Why can't I have a big brain and just be jacked? <laughs> yeah. Man, why do I have to work out when I could just exist? Yeah, what if I just, <laughs> what if you just inject, inhibit my. Well, I, I think they have a thing for that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably real bad for you. Yeah. You, you can't have one. You, do you want to get jacked or not? Do you want to get jacked or you want to have a big brain? You want both? Well, that's going to cost you. Or you could just, like, work out, but, you know. I don't know, man. What do you want to call that kid? Uh, Baby Hercules. <laughs> yeah, that's, fair. that's the TV show. <laughs> yeah. All right, so moving on to our next mutant, which, again, I'm sure all these people love being called mutants, but, hmm. like, there's many articles with different people with these different abilities. These are real-life X-Men. Check out these mutants. All right. Yeah. Sure. Mary Lou Henner. Now, Mary Lou is best known for her role as an actor in the 1970 sitcom Taxi. But we're talking about her for a different reason. Wait. What tech? The TV show Taxi. Oh, never seen it. Yeah. I mean, I know of it, but I've never watched it. Okay. But again, we're not talking about her acting accolades. She has a condition called hyperthymesia. Now, what does that mean? No idea. Okay. A perfect photographic memory and retaining every little detail of information that she has acquired from her entire life. That sounds stressful. Correct. There's things you want to forget sometimes. It's all in there. On how her brain operates, she says she sees, quote, little videos moving simultaneously. When somebody gives me a date or a year or something, I see all these little movie montages, basically on a time continuum, and I'm scrolling through them and flashing through them. So her video, her brain is like a movie. And That's she can not forward. how my brain works at and all. And she can, well, she can't forward. That'd be time travel. But she can rewind. <laughs> <laughs> she can forward and see what she will remember now. A lot of time travel talk. Nobody has that power. But again, like, they have it all like laid out as like a timeline in your head. Like you said. That sounds like too much. Very stressful. Yeah. I have a good memory. Sometimes it bites in the ass. 
Because you're like, man, I wish I didn't remember that. Right. Sometimes your brain makes editing decisions. Yeah. But imagine if you're like, what were you doing September 5th, 2019 at 10 a.m.? And be like, well, I closed this door and walked up these stairs. Why did you ask me about this? <laughs> yeah. Nothing happened then. I don't know. You think if you could, you know, what could that power be used for to solve any issues? Like, I was thinking like detective, but detective has to get clues. It's not really going to help you. No. So like, what would what would having a photographic memory like truly help you with? Like truly benefit you? Uh. Like your career or just any like what would trivia? Right, just knowing stuff. Just knowing Going stuff. Going on game shows, willing millions of dollars, destroying Jeopardy. Yeah. Reading books and just be like, it's all in here. Yeah. That's what you should, could do. Yeah, just read a bunch of books and be like. Boy, have I got a story for you. And then you just go. Oh, you just tell it? <laughs> okay, so she is lady audiobook. Yeah. <laughs> she just tells you entire novels. Yeah. It's a wild one. Like you said, you summed it up best. Like, that's stressful. That's too much. It's overwhelming. All right. Michael or Michelle, maybe Michael, M-I-C-H-E-L. He's French, so I'm not quite sure how they would pronounce that. Mikel? Mikel, there you go, that works. Lotito, a French entertainer whose special power is to eat things a person probably shouldn't be eating. Do I want to... Uh, and survive. I went to junior high with a kid like that. What was he eating? Anything. He just eat it? Yeah, we used to feed him nickels. <laughs> he might have this power. Oh, yeah? He had to have. And because Lee, dude, we didn't ask him to do any of it. He would just be like, hey, you want to see me eat this? And we'd be like, sure. <laughs> also, the desire to eat it coincides, like, the, the fact that he was willing to do this or, like, he wanted to. Anyway, it was like, these. Okay, go on. Yeah, I'm, okay. Maybe I met one of these people. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, what, what kind of things would he eat? And um, I don't know how far you push this child. When you we never pushed him for anything. Okay, well, he was offering to do it. Yeah. So either he wanted attention or he had, like, a desire to put things that shouldn't be... Putting, a desire to put, like, non-food things in your mouth. Yes. All right, well, you know, this is the kind of stuff that um, Mikkel would eat. Cool stuff like glass, rubber, metal, and sometimes he would wash down the metal with mineral oil. Again, just like shards of metal. Wow. Wow. One of his crying achievements was over the course of two years, the man devoured an entire Cessna 150. Jesus. The man ate a plane. He ate a plane? He ate a plane in pieces, of course, but the man ate a plane. Huh. So that condition I was talking about. Lotito had a condition called pica, which made him want to eat things like rocks, dirt, and metals. Like he just wanted to eat it. Well... This doesn't sound too far off so far. And he was lucky, or he got lucky, or maybe for some reason, like, his genes gave him this desire and gave him this power. Because his true power, again, we're calling these things powers, Mm -hmm. is that he was lucky to be born with an unusually thick stomach lining, which allowed him to satisfy his unnatural cravings. And, like, normal things that would puncture or tear apart, like your guts, wouldn't. Huh. So he could just... He was fine. Yeah. He ate a plane. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) He ate a plane. 
So we don't need to give him a nickname because, of course, a man like this gets one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, he's been called Mansour Megatout, which is probably not how that's pronounced in French. But it, luckily, I have a tra- translation for you. And this would be his super name, Mr. Eats All. Yeah, about covers it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Mr. Eats All. Man, that's weird because that's kind of how that kid was. I wasn't friends with him or anything, but I just sure. remember he would approach you and be like, do you want to see me eat this? And you'd be like, like all right. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, <laughs> And then he would do it. It's crazy. I remember watching him eat money, sticks, and leaves. Yes. Like, like things you, you're not going to eat. Like, yeah, and they mentioned like dirt of the earth. Like, it's just like yeah. things you normally wouldn't want to eat because it's not food. Yeah. It's weird. I can't imagine watching some guy eat a stick. It was weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why you, you never go into it being like, yeah, I want to see you fucking eat that stick. You're like, sure. Yeah. If you're going to do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, you're doing it. Oh, okay. And then, all right. And then like, I'm just thinking about like, what, what's, what, how did you guys respond after like he eats the stick and it's the deed is done? I don't remember because I feel like he just approached me. It was like... Why don't we see either stick? Yeah. I remember this being in junior high because... It's a junior high thing to happen, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Like, all right. Yeah. Definitely watching me to nickel and some leaves and some sticks. Oh, man. That's incredible. Weird. All right. <laughs> yeah, right? Never thought that would have come up. My photographic memory right. from that. Boom. Ooh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of eating stuff. Okay. Again, I could be pronouncing this man's name wrong as well. Takeru Kobayashi. Um, Takeru's stomach is not a normal, it's not in a normal spot in his body. It's much lower. Like it's it's like dropped down. Cool. I don't know where mine is, so Well it's over. It should be It's on my left side. Over here. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um but it's it's like it's in the left I'm pretty sure it's like the left side is just like way lower. Okay. So there's like space between the stomach and what's up here. You can probably tell where this may be going. Your lungs? Because of its position, it has more room to move upwards when things go inside of it. It has more room. To expand. Mm-hmm. Uh, take Rue on his stomach. Quote. The stomach condition is true. I have been checked not, not I have been checked not on a serious level. I have had a camera put down in my stomach before. When they put it inside, just the camera touching the inside of my stomach stretched it, and it surprised the doctors because of the elasticity. So Okay. What do you think? Uh, is he eating a lot of hot dogs? Uh, Takeru Kobayashi is a competitive eater. <laughs> yeah. There was a picture of him, like, at the Nathan's Hot Dogs type stuff. So he's totally involved in all that stuff. Okay. So, yeah. And honestly, I've probably seen him eat those hot dogs before I knew his, before I, like, his name didn't register. I'm sure I've seen him eat hot dogs. Okay. I've never watched any of that, but right. it just sounds like something that yeah. would have. All right. So if Takeru's getting a superhero name, what do you think? Hot dog man. Hot dog man. <laughs> uh, done. Hot dog man. It's Mr. Eats All and Hot Dog Man <laughs> here to 
put things inside of them. Oh, I mean, at that point, you just got to be eating bad guys. Huh. Got to eat bad guys. I had a whole plan. I can eat you too. Oh, jeez. It's intimidating when you it look is. at it like that. I have 80 hot dogs. Now I'm going to eat your whole family. What? Dog. <laughs> I'm going to eat your whole family, dog. My family, dog. Yeah, him too. Oh, no. Yeah, he's part of it. Yeah. All right. Next up. Javier Botet. This man is an actor known for his roles in um, Wreck. It's a Spanish film. Mama. 2017's The Mummy. The one I think, I think that had Tom Cruise. The one that nobody watched. I did see it. Did you? It's better than it needs to be because it's like not a money, mummy movie. It's just a weird like thing that you wouldn't expect. It's, it's, it's weird. It's okay. just a weird thing. Do I know how it ends? No. Okay. Going to watch The Mummy? Probably. Do it. All right, good, because it's, it's quite a journey. I will say that. And 2018's Slender Man, which I have not seen. Nope. All right, so talking about mutants and superpowers, and I mentioned a bunch of movies with strange creatures in them. Yeah. What, any guesses on what kind of roles uh, Javier had in them? He's the monster. He, if you guess they're titular creatures, you'd be right. Um, I didn't have a chance. I mean, I've seen those like clips and stuff, and I can imagine what he looks like. Look up Javier Botet as long as you have it, just to see, because he has Marfan syndrome. This gives him the unnerving ability to bend and contort his body in strange and unusual positions because his connective tissues are oh, they're different. He is extremely flexible as well as tall, slim, and lanky. Oh, he's very lanky. I'm going to take a quick look at those just because I didn't have a chance to totally dive into that as I was putting this together. But I've seen, I've seen the creatures in these movies, so I knew, like, if that's just a, I, things I assumed would be special effects, evidently are not. Sorry, I got quiet for a second. We're looking at pictures. But right? Look up Javier Botet. Yeah, look he's got a, I mean, he's got a perfect body to play all those creatures. Imagine that. Yeah, how tall is he? That's true. Is he it, looks real tall. Because he looks real tall. I think he was next to somebody who was probably shorter. Six feet seven. No, nah, that's pretty tall. Pretty tall. But like just very long, very stretched out. He's super skinny. And super skinny. Very skinny, ripped, because you can see all his muscles. I mean, he'd play a good uh, Mahaha. You want that guy to tickle you? How do you think? What do you I think? don't want that. You saw those hands he had. Yep. Long fingers. You want him to get, nope. up, get, really, nope. get up in there? I'm good. I will pass on that. And just kind of like yep, no, I'm, in between I'm your good. ribs. Just no. Kinda, no, it's a hard don't, pass. Don't want that? Nope. Not a fan? All nope. Right. So, yeah. Javier Botet. Again, the condition is called uh, Marfan Syndrome. I don't know. What do you think? If he was a superhero, what would his name be? Slender Man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What, 100%. I mean, what else... I mean, there's really no other answer. No. <laughs> there is none. Give me just one quick second here. The computer's fighting me just a little bit. But yeah, so we've kind of dealt with a handful of people already. And like, 
I don't know what what um what massive benefit to the human race a lower stomach would give you, but I mean if you're able to consume more food perhaps in a situation where like food is scarce camel type thing you'd be able to load up, right? So you'd be able to kind of you know get yeah. ready. Not that it would become like a straight. But that's what fat is. That's not what food right. does. Exactly. It's not like a. Uh... Hmm. Yeah. Um, this is a minor mutant. Again, mutations don't always go into places. But evidently, Elizabeth Taylor, um, the actress. Yes, she had two rows of eyebrows, eyelashes. I mean, eyebrows is wild, but eyelashes is still wild. Yeah. So, so she had more. You know. They were at she had like a second set that was at like a different spot. That's weird on her eyelid. Yeah. So she had like kind of right. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. It's uh, kind of strange. Dystichia. Um, because the eye is being constantly uh, brushed against the eyelashes. Then the article goes on to say, however, in Taylor's case, it only led to fame and fortune, which means that could have been very uncomfortable for her. I mean, yeah, possibly. All right. Another mutation, uh, Antonio Alfonseca. He's an MLB relief pitcher. Mm-hmm. This man had a sixth finger on his throwing hand. Interesting. Now, I promise you he also did not have wings. But... This original condition was called polydactyly. He's not a pterodactyl of any kind. That's unfortunate. I know. But, again, polydactyly is a result in extra fingers, toes. um, And his teammates called him El Pupo. Do you know what that means? No, but it sounds funny. It means the (laughs) octopus. Oh. Because of his extra extremity. Okay. On each hand and foot. Now, Wait, he had it on each. It looks like it. Yeah. Hand. So, yeah. They, there's a picture of him here pitching, but they don't show me all of his fingers because we're not just looking at him. But I mean, that's what we're talking about now. So, yeah. Want, um, Alf, Al, Antonio Alfonseca. I'm just gonna look up El Pupo. <laughs> Pulp. There's a there's a there's an L in there if I didn't say it correctly. Oh, okay. El Pupo. Pulpo. El Pulpo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I did not hear that. That's why I thought it sounded so funny. Because I'm mature. Well, I mean... There was another mutation which was very beneficial to a man called Stephen Crone. Um, he had a Delta 32 mutation. And this protected his CD4 white blood cells... Oh, weird. ...from HIV. Oh, that's cool. Which meant um, he was completely immune to HIV. It's a small... Small slight change. Are you showing, you seen all of Antonio's fingers? Yeah, it's weird looking. Yeah? Describe them. He's a man with six fingers. I mean, it looks like he has a normal hand with then a pinky that shoots out the side of his half of his pinky side. Yeah, so the the debate is whether how much that helped him with pitching. I'd assume it'd give you more control. I don't think so. That ball's small, and he looks like a big man. Yeah, man, but he's able to control. He's able to wrap that six finger on that ball and be like, "This is a strike." I mean, maybe I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a major league baseball player, but his name. I mean, 
his superhero name is El Pulpo. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he is the octopus. And many articles have different stories about different mutations, but I figured I would save this one for the last because for the last for the last because it kind of and we can dive into different things if we need to look for more guys. But the idea, the point, more people, more mutants. But the point is, any one of these, any in our history, anybody with a small mutation like any one of these things could get passed on. There could be more than like it could just become a part of humanity. Right. Eventually. Yeah. That's how mutations work. Start small, escalate. And yep. I mean, the fact that... Genetics. It's, it's a wild thing. It's a wild roller coaster. Something I would rather not talk about, talk um, to the Earth creationists, the flat Earth creationists. Yeah, about. if you're still listening. Yeah. Hey, guys, how do you feel about all this evolution talk? What do you think? Dude, this guy got his pinkies removed, it looks like. Antonio? Maybe. Just from looking at pictures. Like, was this... I mean, I guess. But like, so couldn't help with pitching that much if that's the case. No, is he done? I don't know too much about his career in the MLB. I don't know. But continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. That's quite all right. Um, but I'm about to talk about somebody who has um, done a lot of drugs. Okay. Drank a lot of booze. Smoked a lot of whatever he could get his hands on. Uh-huh. Who are you talking about here? A lot of a lot of random stuff. Now this could be. It could be a few people. A lot of rock and rollers. We might be going in that direction. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Do you have an idea who this one might be? Have you heard about that one? You may have. Uh, I don't think so. All right. But I'm interested to see who it is. All right, because it kind of explains a lot and kind of helps explain why this man is still able to perform at a level he's able to perform at even though when he's just roaming around he seems like an inept human being there's a couple of names that jumped to mind yeah I wonder so which, far i wonder which one we'll see well i mean obviously i'm going to tell you okay but i'm building the hype here a little bit because i kind of want to set up how this is going to be told to you but um this article says quote his genome sequence uh, he had his genome sequence and researchers said they found several gene variants quote never seen before They are perhaps unsurprisingly found in regions of the genome associated with alcoholism and how the body absorbs methamphetamine and other recreational drugs. Okay. I'm going to click this link just for a second because it might be giving me a little bit more details on what we're about to talk about. Because the title of this article is the person's name, who I'm going to tell you eventually, but I'm just building the suspense. Mm-hmm. It says, is a genetic mutant. Okay. This person is, their genome shows he's a part Neanderthal with key gene variants. And you know what? Let's see. I'm just going to kind of dive into this article and jump around. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Despite a lifetime of hard partying, Heavy metal rocker Ozzy Osbourne uh-huh. is alive and kicking at 61. Well, he's older than that now. Correct. This article, holy fuck, yeah, this article's from 2010. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> I thought, like, wow. Um, now that the quote, I don't know who they're quoting here, full Osbourne genome has been sequenced. Looks like they're talking <laughs> about these facts. 
He is a genetic mutant. Again, it says the same thing that that article I was reading before linked to because this appears to be the source. They've never seen, seen it before. All right. Quote, I've always said that at the end of the world, there will be roaches, Ozzy, and Keith Richards. Uh, Keith Richards wife. was my other guest. <laughs> yeah, was like, right. <laughs> he was up there. Right. Ah, uh, yeah. That quote. He's going to outlive us all. That fascinated me. How his body can endure so much. So imagine, like, famous guy. So, of course, he's more likely to be investigated than this, like, you're a normal guy who's like, this guy's invincible. Yeah. I mean, I might know a guy who might be invincible, to be honest with you. Okay. It's tough. <laughs> it's, I mean, the amount of alcohol he can consume and just go about his daily life is, it's very impressive. Okay. Um, but so Ozzy's famous gets his genome sequenced, and like the, the science comes back to like, well, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. <laughs> this is really different. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, Jorge Conde, he's co-founder and chief executive of Cambridge, Massachusetts-based uh, Gnome, because uh, Gnome is a genetics uh, genomics company, and they began sequencing Ozzie. full Ozzy genome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so about this, uh, quote, Ozzy said, I was curious, giving the swimming pool of booze I've guzzled over the years, not to mention all the cocaine, morphine, sleeping pills, Jesus. cough syrup, LSD, rafiponal, is that how you pronounce that? No idea. I screwed it up. Uh, Rahipnol? Yeah, there you go. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Never saw that word spelled out before. Yeah, don't I, read, I still haven't. You don't so. read Rahipnol. <laughs> yeah. You don't read Rahipnol that much in anything no there it is you name it there's really no plausible medical reason why i should still be alive jesus <laughs> maybe my dna could say why yeah <laughs> I'm a man wondering why he's not dead why have i not died yet <laughs> i did a lot of bad stuff and so they talk about how his genes you know how he deals with addiction and drugs and alcohol because you know genes get addicted to addiction and all the stuff that you know drugs do to you but the way Ozzy's body deals with it, they're all unique. Apparently, the gnome genesis had, a, had one I talk about. Quote, he had a change on the regulatory region of the ADH4 gene, a gene associated with alcoholism that we've never seen before. He has an increased predisposition for alcohol dependence of something like six times higher. He Jesus. also had a slight increased risk for cocaine addiction. But he dismissed that. He said that if anyone has done as much cocaine he had... They would have been hooked. Yeah. Yeah, right? And then uh, the article goes on to say, Prince of Darkness, uh, of course, it's Ozzy. Also, a 2.6 times increased chance for hallucinations associated with marijuana, though Osborne said he wouldn't know if that were true because he so rarely smoked marijuana without other drugs also in his system. Jesus. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It does say that he uh, he metabolizes coffee slow. Is that good or bad? Well, does it matter? Conde says that quote turns out that Ozzy's kryptonite is caffeine. Oh, so like of all the things that don't get him pumped and just kind of <laughs> wears on him a little bit. That's why he likes coke so much, uh, right? <laughs> and I guess he's been having you know in 2010. But I mean, everybody's seen Ozzy like Parkinson's, like tremors. Yeah. He's, you know, he, he shakes, uh, quote, here's a guy who's rocking heavy metal for decades and he can still hear. It would be interesting to know if this gene may impact that. 
Uh, his Parkinsonian trauma, it's hard to know if that is from his genes or from years of hard living. Well, like, his body's built to be invincible, and he's been trying to kill it. Uh-huh. A side effect might be that, like, it... He maybe, killed it. Maybe it, sh- <laughs> maybe it shakes a little bit. Yeah. Huh. And they stress that... They stress the Ozzy and Neanderthal connection. But, I mean, everybody, they did that gene, uh, genome re, um, sequencing after 2010, I believe, that, like, most people from European ancestry, we got Neanderthal stuff floating around inside of us. Like, that's oh, okay. That's in our bodies. I mean, yeah. It's up there. They're mingling. It's colder. Neanderthals. You got to keep warm somehow. Homo sapiens. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And, like, did they even know, like, they're a separate species? Or they're like, oh, he looks kind of different, right? They didn't fucking know. I don't know. And they, like, oh, these... This fits there. Let's have a good time. Oh, all well, right. It feels good. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just roll with it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> and there had to be some kind of, some exchange of communication or language. You would. Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Here we are. And there we and go. With all genes made and Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. That's, we just made Ozzy. Yeah. Then thousands of years later, there's a man on stage biting a bat. <laughs> yeah. Hey. What did I talk about evolution, man? Mm-hmm. Quote, people thought that Neanderthals had no descendants today. Again, yeah, this is clearly before that was done. I forget what year that was done, but I was pretty fascinated by that discovery, too. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because, like, oh, they're still alive within us. Yeah. Just the idea that two different sentient, like, upright walking beings existed on the same planet. Just walk past each other and like, hey. Like, hey. Oh, hey. Hey. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. You down? Mm-hmm. Cool. People thought that the Neanderthals, again, had no descendants today, but they do. In East Asia and Europe, a lot of us have a little Neanderthal ancestry. We found a sliver of the genes in Ozzy. We also looked at uh, Gnome's founder, George uh, Church, and he is about three times as much as Ozzy does. Oh, yeah, so we're getting into the fact that, I mean, if you're European descent, you've got Neanderthal in you. Okay. It's just what happens. So, you know, genome sequencing started in 2003. It takes a lot of time, they say, to, you know, research and decipher what code means. Um, Quote, another, but this is just from the article again. In other words, genesis know which traits are associated with certain genes, but not how a mutation on that gene will affect someone. By sequencing those who seem to show unique traits, such as Osborne's ability to remain relatively healthy despite heavy drug and alcohol abuse, genesis hope to learn more about how deviations in certain genes create specific traits, susceptibility to disease, and reactions to substances. Akande would go on to say, what interests me are people who have done something extraordinary with no clear reason as to why. And then Kanye goes on to say he wants to sequence Stephen Hawking, and then, just to your point, he might stick with rock style, resilience, and get Keith Richards. I mean... Let's see how he's doing. I mean, it's worth it, right? I mean, he's that a, man too, right? That man's done more than Ozzy Osbourne, I'm pretty sure. 100%. Right? The only other one that was jumping to mind was Lemmy, but Lemmy died. Yeah, right. He, cancer got him. Yeah. So, if, Dude know. was smoking a pack a day and a bottle of Jack a day. Cigarettes. But, I mean, Ozzy was doing all that shit too, though. Yeah. It's so, crazy. it's just a weird thing. But to to look at somebody and be like, your genes are different, so, like... Addiction, alcohol consumption, any of these drugs. 
But I mean, that's a... It's a weird mutation. It's a weird thing. Like, I don't have an addictive personality. But like, right. I know other people that do. Correct. So, like, it's a weird thing. Absolutely. And it's just baked in you. Yeah. You can't control it. I mean, you can mitigate it. Like, it's your default setting, but you can know that and not mm-hmm. do those things that... Right. It's a tough lesson to learn, though, for some people. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, you did it? Well, you're going to keep doing it. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. A lot of different articles talk about different people with different kind of mutant powers, but it's just a small, brief sampling about weird genes, weird genetics, and the idea that Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Is a mutant. Superhero name. Antihero name? He's the Super Batman. Villain name? He's the Prince of Darkness. The Batman. <laughs> the Batman. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. What is your power, Ozzy? Oh, I'm just a mortal. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I bit the head off a bat. I can't. Now I'm the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> a different Batman origin story right there for you. Yeah, right? Yeah, usually the spider bites you and you become a superhero. Nah, man. You bite the animal this time, now you're the Batman. Yeah. I gained the powers of a scared bat that I bit on stage. Yeah, on accident because I thought it was rubber. Yeah, I thought it was fake. I was like, oh, no. I'm the knight. (laughs) Ah, so yeah. Mutants. Again. They probably like being called that. That's what I mean. It's a whole <laughs> article for the real people. Yeah. And the title of this article that I, you know, looked at, there's a few other ones. I mean, it's a little more. It's still 13 humans with real life X-Men. I skipped a few because one guy, like, had the ability to, like, not care about sleeping, basically, which is kind of a cool power. Whoa, that might be the most ridiculous one. Yeah, all right, then I'll read it real quick. Here, little... <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Where was this guy at? Give me one quick second to scroll back to it. Yeah, no need for sleep. Yeah, so University of California researchers conducted genetic tests on sleep test participants located a mother and daughter who share an unusual trait. They both carry an abnormal copy of a gene known as DEC2, which affects the circadian rhythm. The result is they are, quote, uh, quote, short sleepers who need far less sleep than the average person. This is a genetic disposition that may affect as much as 5% of the population. I don't know. There's a link. You want me to click it? Sure. If you're in, uh, Mutation tied to need for less sleep is discovered. And that's all you get because that is called a paywall. Oh, brutal. That is not what we get to see. So you got teased with a mutant power about sleep. Yeah. Well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. But just brief, short type of mutant powers. Again, evolution. Yeah. Where things pop up, they stick around. Yeah. Are they it's, desirable? It's in your genes. Yeah. They, and it's not even like, it's just like what carries forward. And like, let's say this gene is what makes you, you know, more appealing to someone else. So that gets carried forward. But then if there's other, there's other gene attached to it that might not be great, but it's tied to this good gene, that gets carried forward. So it's a weird back and forth. Right. And then yep. like in a few hundred years, you're, we might be shooting lasers out of our eyes. Who knows? Huh. Yeah. Or be the Incredible Hulk because of some toddler. Oh, geez. 
There's a bunch of that going on. Yeah. <sighs> you know, all the all the alien planets we invade. They're so ripped. What's going on? We can look back to this TLC reality show where this kid. Yeah. It's just a muscle child. Huh. Which a lot of things, a lot of few articles were getting on that about the cuts and the ed- the editing, and I'm like, well, whatever. Sure, sure, maybe he's not chucking the couch across the room, but, but he's still scary. Looking. But even that article would say like this, this, and this might be fake, but this seems like it actually happened because this is what we saw, and he was like, yeah, man, you, you just look at his picture. That's not normal. It's not normal. I mean, it's just not, it's not typical. It's not normal. doesn't mean it's bad or good, and it just is. Even the picture of him at 15 or whatever yeah, age he is now exactly. is not normal for a 15-year-old, even for a jacked 15-year-old. Right. He's above average. I, 100%. And I don't know if I said it because I was just, you know, type, type, uh, reading and reciting what I had kind of typed up. But, like, he, has, he doesn't retain fat very well, so, like, it's just all muscle. See, but that can cause problems. It could, right. Yeah. And you have to consume so much food to keep these never-ending growing muscles up. You get tired. Yeah. So if that guy met up with a guy who gets 50% more oxygen in his blood, I, mean, you, I don't like to talking about super soldiers and things. Well, but they can't make a baby, though, so. No. Is that a daughter? Yet. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Where were genes take us? Yeah. Where will science propel us on our flat earth? Yeah. If you're still listening, flat earthers, why? Stop. Go away. We don't want you here. (laughs) (laughs) I got a hard take on flat earthers because, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Come on, guys. Look at the skyline. Have you flown a plane? (laughs) Come on, man. Man. Real life mutants that, again, they love being called that. Yep, I'm sure they do. Anyways. Well, if you're a mutant, email us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a um, post on the Instagram post for this episode. Uh, message us, um, you know, in any social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Um, anchor.fm slash weird. Nope, yeah. Slash weird and feared. Leave us a voice message about your mutant power. If you were a superhero, what would you call yourself? If you want a mutant power, what would you wish for? Be mature, guys. Come on. Don't be wishing for, like, I don't know. <laughs> you got it's something in my ear. No, what, what are you thinking of over nothing. there? Huh. Nope, nothing. What would you call yourself? I would call myself. Nick's acting suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it because it's audio, but he. Mm, a little eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> cool, dude. Cool dude, man. Yep. <laughs> I would have the ability to tickle someone with my knife fingers. All right. Clearly. Well, he's <laughs> clearly thought about that too much. Calling back. Yeah. Why? That was like three weeks ago. Why am I still talking about that? What is my problem? I don't know. Just in general. What's my problem? I have no idea. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> there could be. There could be a few. But what's not a problem is supporting us on the Patreon.com slash Weird and Feared if you want to support us and listen to our conversation continue on Behind the Veil. But otherwise, guys, take care of the mutants in your life mm-hmm. and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Stay <laughs> spooky.